This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. <laughs> you're listening first time dance! With me, Richard Innes. And me, Steve Meyer. Hello. Uh, with Father's Day coming up, we decided that we should catch up with Rich because he's off having just become a new dad. So uh, I think we might have him on the line. Hello, Rich. We we do have uh, our new dad on the line. Nice, Steve. How you doing, mate? You all right? I'm very good, mate. I'm very good. Well, nothing's changed for me, but um, I mean, for you, since last I saw you, tell me, tell me what's happened. Like, well, life is somewhat different. My um, yeah, my new boy Freddie has arrived in the world since um, since we last spoke. So Freddie is uh, the day we're recording this. Freddie is what thirteen days old. Wow. So it feels um, it feels weird. It feels like a lifetime ago that I didn't have two children. It feels very nice to have two children. Um, it feels very nice, not least because Freddie has actually been pretty bloody good so far. Good, um, good in Freddie. In comparison to our first boy Ben, who's now obviously two and a bit. Um, ben had a very tricky first couple of weeks. Colic, which I always thought was a bit of a nonsense and didn't really mean anything other than your baby is crying a lot. Oh, yeah, well, thanks for that, Doctor. Um, I, I always thought that was a bit of a nonsense. I now, I think I can appreciate that colic is a bit of a nightmare because I think we kind of assumed the way Ben was in his first couple of weeks was how newborns are. And actually now I realise that newborns aren't, aren't actually that tricky. They get tricky when they're a bit older. Because Freddie's been good as gold. Good, good, good. And um, how is your lovely wife doing? My lovely wife is doing remarkably well. She's a bit of a champ, actually. Um, she had a, a C-section, and okay. um, uh, that was, you know, that is that is a hairy experience in itself. We oh, now had two very different one, right? Wasn't it? You, this time an expected you one, yeah. It to happen, yeah. So again, you know, as per usual, I, I know obviously we have a lot of expectant dads listening to this, and. You the, the difference between a planned cesarean and an emergency cesarean is like night and day. Um, and again, I didn't really appreciate it until I've done both because the first time with Ben, it was an emergency C-section, which always sounds really dramatic. And it, it is dramatic and it is quite stressful, but it's, not, it's an emergency in the sense that they need to get the baby out, so let's just get on with it. Um, and But that was after, I suppose, Lindsay had been in labour for 10, 12 hours um it was all and it was all it did all happen very very quickly and it was quite scary um because of, of that and a variety of other factors um lindsay was advised to have an elective c-section which just means a planned one this time around and um that was as i say it's weird it's like <laughs> i'm trying to think of like how you'd compare it but it's like you're going into a tea party it's all kind of everyone stands around in a room in a circle and they kind of introduce themselves one by one uh, I mean, the treatment was unbelievable. You know, we're just on the NHS at our local hospital, and uh, we pulled up the morning of the C-section, pulled up in a car at 7 a.m., and Freddie was born at 9.25 a.m. Brilliant. Um, I mean, it was just ridiculous. It was like in the first hour we were there, you've seen a consultant anaesthetist and a consultant obstetrician and so-and-so and so-and-so, and you just – it's all like the treatment is unbelievable. You think in comparison to if you go into A&E, for instance, and your kid's like broken an arm or has got a high fever or something, um, again, completely different world in terms of within the NHS. It's okay. nuts. 
And how long were you um, in hospital for? When were you? When did you come back? Uh, Lynn stayed in it. They they actually quite like to get the ladies out with a C section the following night. So the idea is you're only in for one night. I okay. I was always a bit like, mm, that seems a bit much. Um, but actually, like Lynn's was still um, wasn't moving around quite as much as she'd have liked and all that. And actually, we said, look, can we just stay in one more night? And they said, yeah, fine, no problem. So um she was in for two nights in the end and then back and and within and like like i say with her being a bit of a champ within i think three days she was just taking the odd paracetamol and now she's not taking anything so um well done lins indeed well done lins hooray Um, for my wife and and, and you (laughs) as as we're talking about new baby give us the full statistical rundown that accompanies every new birth oh the full statistical rundown time of birth we've had do you know what the, fine, the, the funny thing is? Because I, I suppose it's just a tradition thing that you want everything in pounds and ounces, yeah, right? Yeah, they give it in I don't measure there, anything right? in pounds and ounces. In real life, I don't measure it. But for some reason, with a baby, it like kilograms, it's like someone's talking to you in Swahili. So, like, Fred was 3.93-something kilos. And, of course, I have no idea what that means. It's like because baby weight must be in pounds and ounces, right? Like, that's what everyone asks for. So I'm like busy trying to do the calculator, and it's like eight point six pounds. I'm like, well, what does okay. that mean? It's not eight pounds six ounces, is it? So it took a while to figure it out. But I'm sure there's um, a website that does this, Rich. I know you're I'm not sure there most is. technically gifted, but you know, I'm sure we can. <laughs> we can, we in, can get to in this. this age of you know, like all the information the world has ever known being in this little black phone in your hand. I should really be able to figure it out. So what about eight pound uh, eight? Eight pound eleven. Oh, okay, was, right, yeah. okay. That's eight pound eleven. That's, that's uh, that. I would put that at that higher end of the, uh, yeah. the normal parameters. Then, He's a chunky boy, yeah. He's a big, his dad's a big lad, so exactly. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like Ben, my first was nine pound two. So, um, and, and is he Freddie or is he Frederick, shortened to Freddie? He, do you know what it is? And it, there'll be so many people have this conversation about naming their child, right? So what, there, there are names that have versatility, right? So we decided we want him to be Freddie, right? We like the name Freddie, just for yeah, like that. And we ran it by our boy Ben, and he got very excited. He really loved the name Freddie, mm. you know, baby Freddie. He loved it. Is Ben Ben or Ben Benjamin? Well, Ben's a Benjamin, you see. Okay. So, so when we first named Ben, it was like, well, we're never going to call him Benjamin. Benjamin. Except if he's naughty. No. Well, possibly. But even then. I mean, it's just, the name Benjamin will never be used, but you kind of you try and think of it in the terms of, all right, what if he becomes prime minister, or if he is the doctor, ends up being the doctor who cures cancer or something? You know, you can't be like Doctor Ben or Prime Minister Ben, can he? He's like you've got to be Prime Minister Benjamin. Yeah. Um, so I think we had the same thing with uh, with young Freddie here. Um, so he is Frederick James on his birth certificate, okay. but we'll probably FJ. never call him Frederick unless he FJI. does something really awful. FJR, yeah. Okay, <laughs> like it, like it. Uh, although the weird thing is the amount of different names you immediately apply to this one child. So he's Freddy, Fred, Fredster, Fredo, Fredo. Um, whatever. Frederico is one that I seem to have taken on. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, Frederico, what's going on? I don't know where that's come from. Well, that's like, Italian, it's it's that Italian. kind of thing, isn't it? If someone turns up for a kickabout at football, they immediately get their name turned into some kind of footballing type, you know, Name you, you're you're in still you know attaching some Latin type. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not turning into now. a Brazilian midfielder already, yeah, Frederico. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, whatever. Like Fred, who plays for yeah. United. <laughs> Fred. Uh, well, hopefully, we'll be better than better at football than Fred is. Can't but be worse, that's, can he, let's be honest. that's a whole different question. Um, do you know what the Do you know what the oddest thing has been? Right, is yeah. my whole concern and i think we talked about this before my whole concern was about having the second one and you have that sort of thing of oh, how am i going to love this one as much as i love the first one right that's always i think a lot of people i imagine have that in the run-up to number two you think well look my whole world is number one how the, how on earth am i going to 
you know, give that same love and adoration and attention to number two. Yeah. And what's happened very, very quickly within the first few days. You, you don't love him more than Bendy. <laughs> no, no. Who's your favourite? You know Who is your favourite? Come on. Well, do you know what? A family member, a very close family member who has multiple children, I was asking him about this before um, before Freddie came along. Yeah. And he said, do you know what it is, Rich? He said, it's not it's not about how much you love them. You you all love them in completely different ways. You love one of them this way and the other one another way. And it's not it's it's not even like it's on the same spectrum. You just love them in completely different ways. Yeah, it's true. So it's not it's not directly comparable. And I completely get what he means now because I was there. I was worried that, you know, how am I going to love this, this boy as much as I love Ben? And actually, if anything, the, gen- the, 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 the kind of worry now is that, oh, yeah, because Ben's now having to do th- – you know, the other day I was getting into the car and it was raining and I had the both boys with me. And I, was, <laughs> I, was, I said to Ben, right, we've got to get Freddie in the car first. So Ben, bless him, standing there getting wet, getting soaked by the rain. Like, you've got to wait. I've got to get Freddie in first. And then you think, oh, yeah, okay, now sort of – Ben has to sort of toe the line a little bit. And he has been brilliant, by the way. Like, I, I'm sure, again, down the track, um, it's all going to change. And he will probably eventually, the novelty will wear off and he'll want to claw his brother's eyes out because that's just, you know, yeah, life. siblings, isn't it? Yeah, but at the moment, he is unbelievable. He gives Freddie a little kiss on the head in the morning, a little yes. kiss goodnight. Um, he, he's always giving him cuddles. He wants to help change his nappy. He's doing all sorts. It's, it's really, really sweet. And I kind of, you know, in that way that I've, my whole thing, as I think regular listeners of the podcast will know, has been sort of focusing on the negative side of all this. Has been like, oh my god, how the hell am I going to manage really? this? How are we going to afford it? <laughs> how are we going to find the time? Yes. All that nonsense. And actually, I hadn't really given myself the opportunity to consider the vast positives of having two children. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And actually, my relationship with Ben is completely different now to what it was two weeks ago. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, in a good yeah, way, yeah. you know, like I can see, I can see all those good things in him. It brings out, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he, you know, two-year-olds are going to be a handful. Challenging and sometimes, aren't they? Challenging young children. Indeed, challenging is a polite way of putting it. But actually, what what I've realised having a younger sibling does is it accentuates all the positive qualities as well. You know, you get to see what a lovely little boy Ben is, and he's so nice with his brother, and he's busy like proudly running around the nursery telling everyone about his baby brother. It's really, really sweet, well, and it's uh, lovely. So yeah, well, also you know, you're um often dropping them off and then leaving so it's mm. not much of the time i find that you're observing them interacting with a third party other than you know your wife perhaps or yeah, if yeah you have some yeah, friends around but whereas they've got a sibling you're seeing it all the time how that relationship forms totally. and develops that friendship grows and and those things yeah yeah totally totally and also it's and i remember you saying this about um you know, you, you were always concerned that you weren't getting to spend enough time with Iris. No. And I kind of I completely get that now because it is amazing how without even having a conversation between, you know, Lindsay and I, husband and wife, we have not discussed this at any point, but it's just the reality. The reality is that I now spend all my time with Penn and Lindsay spends all her time with Freddie. Lindsay's yeah. breastfeeding um, and is doing remarkably well with all that. But it just means... I mean, there's no alternative. It takes, you know, you it want... takes a while, I think, with number two to get that yeah. going in the same way. Totally. And, I, you know, I, I get as many cuddles with Freddie as I can. And, I, you know, obviously I help out as much as I can with the nappy changing and the, and the, and whatever else. Um, and they're getting dressed and they're getting him to bed and putting him all, all the bits and pieces and burping. But most of the time, you know, when Ben's around, I'm, I'm having to run around after Ben because also I haven't had a C-section. Lindsay can't even pick Ben up. So that's that makes life much more difficult, you know, because she can't. Ben's a big, heavy lump these days and she can't. Um, 
you know, she's it's doctor's orders. You know, and Lindsay can't pick up anything remotely heavy for a good few weeks. So that that makes, so Ben again has bless him has been really good with that because he knows mummy has a sore tummy. So we've had to tell him you know countless times now. Remember, mummy's got a sore tummy, and and he and he gets it, and he's like, okay, you can see him sort of accepting it. But um, that does that does add a challenge certainly. So you've got another week off, right? No, no. Well, I'm. Do you know what I've done? And I, th- I would recommend this to anyone. Right? You're not that's taking shared parental leave, are you, Rich? Well, no. God, I wish. No, no. Unfortunately, no. No, that's that's not um, that's not an economic possibility for us. Unfortunately, <laughs> but what um, what I am doing, and again, and I think this is what I imagine a lot of dads will end up doing uh, if they have a second child and say like shared parental leave isn't really an option. Uh, because our first boy is in nursery, so we're trying to stack the days like today, for instance, when Ben's at nursery, uh, and it's just me, Lindsay, and the baby at home. Very nice. I'm running around doing all sorts. I'm trying to sort the house out, doing clearing stuff out, getting stuff in her loft, building bits of furniture, watching doing all sorts of bits and pieces. <laughs> watching a bit of cricket, yeah, a little bit. Uh, but yeah, no, that's quite nice. But then when Ben's around, it's ten times more difficult. And at the moment, Lindsay's not in a position where she can physically deal with mm, mm. the toddler and the baby. So on Thursdays and Fridays, that's when Ben's at home. So my advice to anyone in a similar position, do what I'm going to do. Go back to work the days that your eldest kid is at nursery and just take a few days holiday to cover the days when he's at home. So, for instance, I'm going to be back at work on Monday mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll be in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Those are the days Ben's at nursery. And then I've taken the Thursday and Friday off as holiday so I can be at home again to make sure that yeah, all of us yeah, are there together and it's not, you know. The, the world isn't coming to an end. So um, it's tricky. It, it is interesting as well how um, how low down the list of priorities within my mind work has been in the last two weeks. Because I'm someone who takes my job very seriously. I try, you know, and I often don't switch off enough. You know, like I'll come home and I'll be on my laptop sneakily doing emails and all the rest of it. The last two weeks, I've never been so switched off from work. Yeah. <laughs> I've been complete. I've had no interest in checking emails or anything because... I'm spending every waking moment I can trying to enjoy this this relative honeymoon period because I can't help but feel like things are going to get a lot more difficult. Yeah, in the and those, those three people in your life are, are, are far more important long term mm. than, with the best will in the world, people that you meet in this in this office. Mm. You know, because you might stay here for a long time, you might move around, but you're always going to have two little boys and, and you know, and a, a, a wife. So, you know, you invest time in, in those relationships because they'll support you for everything else, I think. You know, it, it, it is important to have that balance absolutely oh, right. Gotcha. You know, the days of flying <coughs> yeah. back to work after nipping out for half a day when your wife had given birth, you have a quick cigar and a pint and then back to work. You know, I think, I think are gone. It's, it's, a, it's a team effort, isn't it? And it's... Do you know, it is, and it's more, this is the other thing I was going to say about the second one, the difference. Our first ever episode of the podcast was about, you know, dad guilt and dad envy. And basically that whole kind of what the hell was the point of me mm-hmm. when, I've, when I've just had a baby. There is absolutely none of that second time round. And it's so weird. I said to Lindsay, this is like karma. It's like the first time round, I'm basically sitting there twiddling my thumbs, you know, making the old cup of tea or making dinner or putting a wash on, whatever, you know, just kind of basically helping out in the background mm-hmm. while mum deals with the baby. And the second time round, it, nothing could be further from the truth. And we've got this weird division of labour, again, not planned in any way, but just the way things fall, is actually during the days, I've probably been more Rich, busy than Rich, can you India. stop moving around, whatever you're doing, please, because you're getting all crackly, crackly, crackly. Oh, I do apologise. 
Should I start again? Right. Basically, no, well, we, I, 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 I caught you, but you were just, I could feel you were, whatever you were doing, you were just starting to disappear slightly. But that's yeah. weird. I'm still sitting in the same spot. Anyway, okay. um, so yeah, the, we've got this weird division of labour where, again, not planned in any way, shape, or form. But during the days, if anything, I'm more busy than Lindsay is because mm-hmm. I'm running around and I'm doing all sorts and, you know, looking after Ben and fixing up the house and running around, running around, running around. At night, Lindsay's the one who's basically up, you know, giving Freddie the feeds and dealing with him through the evening. So it's kind of weird. First time around, you feel like a bit of a spare part and you feel like, well, do I even need to bloody be here? Second time you have the kids, you kind of feel like, my God. What would what would you do without me? Kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah. you feel that's, like an absolutely vital cog in the machine. That's what so I found. Um, I found any spare time you had. Experience. Yeah, any spare time you had with number one is gone with number two because you you you're doing much more domestic stuff. You know, whereas yeah. whereas you could leave, um, you know, stay one of you could stay and the other one goes out. When it's, you're looking after two, it's not really feasible to start with at least. No, no, completely. Well, and I mean, it's feasible, it but, uh, you know, it's not preferable. Well, like yesterday, we we had the pop-out. I think we went to Ikea and Mother Care and stuff, get a few bits and pieces. And we're walking around with Freddie in the buggy. You know, I, he's not even two weeks old yet. And it's an absolute piece of cake. And uh, we, I remember we, walk, we walked into the coffee, um, into the cafe bit at Ikea to get a coffee. And some meatballs. And um, in my mind, of course, because automatically, and you'll be like this as well, automatically as you walk into any type of cafe, restaurant, whatever, you're thinking, right, what am I going to get the kid? How am I going to occupy him? What are we going to do? Yeah. And I almost automatically started going through that checklist. And I suddenly realized, oh, no, he's a baby. He's just going to lie there. Fine. Oh, this is so easy. And we even said to each other, my God, like, People who make a fuss about having a newborn baby, like having a toddler is, I reckon, a hundred times more difficult than having a newborn. Yeah. I mean, aside from the sleep issue, which can obviously be very, you know, it's challenging. I think it is so much easier having a baby than having a toddler. So, I, I would yeah, say yeah. that every I, day of the week. I, I think when they're sleeping, you're absolutely right during the day. And, and Zoe and I, when Jackson was at nursery and we had Iris, we would go for lunches. And take advantage of, of us spending some time together with sleeping Iris in her pushchair or a, a, a you know, pram or whatever. We go for a nice bit of lunch, you know. When you know a few times when when, it was, when I was off and and Jackson was at nursery, and it, it was great. It's great, you know, great, really enjoyable. I mean, it is more challenging with, with uh, a toddler. But having said that, I've just been just been away with Jackson and. Uh, uh, we had dinner out with a load of other people, and there were only a couple of other kids there. And he was—he was a dream. He was—he was really good. He was really well behaved. And you know, I'm not sure it's we fair to say we've turned a corner, but it—it it was good. So it is possible. But I, I appreciate what you're saying. With it. they do have a limited attention span when it comes to sitting, waiting for food, and and eating it. That's for sure. But then again, the other thing I am very aware, and I've said this to everyone who's listening, is. You know, come back and ask me again in a fortnight, and I'm sure my attitude will be completely different because I'm feeling really positive. I must admit, which is most unlikely. Yeah, you sound positive, mate. It's good. It's nice to hear. Yeah. Well, the other day I was sitting there with Lindsay, and um, I said, I looked at her, I said, "Do you know what? I think I'm happy." And she said, "That's odd." I said, "Yeah, I know. I'm not quite sure what to do with it Um, (laughs) because I'm not not accustomed to this kind of relentless positivity." But it's all feeling really positive and really good. I Um, wonder if we had our friend Dr. Anna Machin on, that she would be telling us that there is some uh, chemicals. Um, hormonal change going on in you because you've just become oh, a dad yes. again and it's releasing positive stay with the family group protect the family group type 
you know, hormones rather than... Do you know what? That's really interesting because I'd completely forgotten about our chat with Dr. Anna Machin. And it, uh, anyone who's listening to this, I would highly advise going back and listening to her um, t- talking us through the, the actual physical and hormonal changes that do happen to men when you have a baby because you always think about the hormonal and physical changes that happen to, to the mother, but apparently they do happen to the man. And actually, you know, things like nesting. I am run The last two days, in fact, my wife has just said to me before we started chatting, like, Rich, you're doing too much. Just, like, chill. But I'm running around desperately before I go back to work trying to, like, fix up the house in every way possible. And maybe, and that's most unlike me. Believe me, I'm not a DIY freak at all. And um, maybe that is something to do with some weird stuff, you know, uh, primitive stuff going on in the back of my brain about look after family, make house nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, bearing in mind when we're talking to you, you're subconsciously thinking, oh, it's Father's Day coming up. If I'm a really good dad, maybe I'll get uh, my... You know, the Batman toy car that I've been after for a while. <laughs> the Batman toy car. How did you know? Um, <laughs> I'm just going yeah, to what Jackson I, wants all the time, you know. <laughs> I don't, do you know what? I haven't even... Uh, the God's honest truth, and I'm not just saying this because my wife is in earshot behind me walking around with our baby. I have, honest to God, not thought about Father's Day. It's not even crossed my mind. Oh, How well, about you? Is it, I bet it's crossed uh, your mind, haven't you? You've, uh, got, you've got a shopping list. No, only because I like to know what we're doing at a weekend in advance. I don't like things to be sprung on us at the very last minute because I like to think it's my weekend. There's quite a relaxing period where I know that there's some downtime planned rather than just be racing from one activity to the other. And my wife asked what we were doing at the weekend and I was like, I don't think we're doing anything. So it's, I've had in my mind and know it is Cheers. coming. It's coming. <laughs> I will, I, she, she might have ideas, but you know, I, I haven't made any plans. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I've not, not really thought about it. I mean, I just, oh, as I say, I went away with Jackson for the night mm-hmm. earlier in the week, and it was um, it was great. So that's my that's my treats happened already. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, it's only a few days away. Well, I should, to be fair, and I will admit that this did cross my mind recently. I am probably due a little bit of a treat or a little bit of time off because actually Ben, um, Freddie, I've started doing that as well. I keep calling him Freddie Ben, which is terrible. Um, Freddie has was born the morning after my birthday. So my birthday was not exactly um, a fun-packed party day. It was, um, right, we're going in for surgery first thing tomorrow morning. So, um, you know, nice and everything. And I got uh, my wife was good enough to give me a lovely gift and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, a but, new um, child. That's what your wife gave you as a present, you selfish sod. Oh, that was your birthday present. Up. Oh, my God. That was yes, your birthday my wife present. gave me a new child. That, yes, that was my A birthday. new child. A healthy, <laughs> handsome baby boy called Freddie. And if you want anything else apart from that, then I, I don't know what to say to you, Rich. Then I'm a dreadful human being. Yes, yeah, I know. I mean, you you, you read my mind. I'll buy you some new gardening gloves or whatever it is that you would get otherwise. <laughs> my God, is that what I am now? I'm a guy who gets gardening gloves. We well, are a dad of two. Right. Yeah. Righty-ho, I'm watching our, um, our ticker roll over and I think we're approaching at the, at the end of our time, mate. Um, All right. Um, but I, I'm so nice to hear you sounding so positive about it. I'm glad it went well. Thanks, mate. Um, and I've seen a picture of, 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 of Freddie and I was fortunate to have picked up his mum's looks. Um, Indeed. And, uh, I won't argue with that. No. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I wish you a happy Father's Day and also happy Father's Day to all of our listeners. Um, and please, if you've enjoyed the, if you've enjoyed the pod, leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and I look forward to talking to Rich in a few weeks' time when he's back in the office and he can tell me about how much he regrets having baby number two. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> I look forward to that too. Speak to you later, mate. Bye-bye. Cheers, folks.